The following is another dynamic message by Ryan Jacobs, prophet, teacher, and leader of the Empowered Church. I want to turn to the book of Acts, chapter number 11. Are you there? Let's read verse number 20, 28. I'll read from verse number 27. It says, and then in these days came prophets from Jerusalem unto Antioch. And they stood up, one of them named Agabus. And he signified by the Spirit that they should be greater throughout all the world, which came to pass in the days of Claudius Caesar. Then the disciples, every man according to his ability, determined to send relief unto the brethren which dwelt in Judea, which also they did, and sent it to the elders by the hands of Barnabas and Saul. And you will find that that verse particular thing, verse, has been the way the Father, God, the creator of all living things have gone and always signified things by the mouth of his prophets. And uh, the scripture declares that, behold, the, the Amos said it there, that Amos, the third chapter, that he said that, Behold, the Lord God doeth nothing unless he reveals his secret to his servants, the prophets. God is a foretelling God. He declares things before the time. It is his nature. Nothing God does without first foretelling it. God declares the end from the beginning. And so the nature of our Father, the nature of our Lord, is to foretell and then bring it to pass. Isaiah uh, 48, we looked at it uh, last year, over a year before. In terms of how God speaks, let me, in Isaiah, let's turn to Isaiah 48, just for, we can read it. And see it for ourselves again. I'll read from verse number three. It says, I have declared, the Lord says, I have declared the form, the, I have declared the form of things from the beginning. And they went forth out of my mouth and I showed them. I did them suddenly and they came to pass. You see, so God belongs before things come to pass. The Lord declares things from the beginning. So they went forth from my mouth. I showed them. And then I did them suddenly. I brought it to pass. And so God is that. He said, I am the Lord that changes. So the Lord is like that. He likes to do that. He does that. And so he did that. Until the time of Jesus. And Jesus himself showed his nature as the word. As the son of God. To foretell things. He foretold what he will suffer Jerusalem. 
He prophesied the future of his disciples. He prophesied the future of Jerusalem themselves. He prophesied the coming that will still come. He prophesied the end as it will be. And at the same time, he, he said to our sin, tarry in Jerusalem. He said, he, he said that this thing will come to pass. And when Peter got filled, when, when, when they were all filled with the Holy Ghost on that Pentecost day, you know, the first thing they said, this is that spoken by the prophet Joel in the last day, say of God. And so the Lord is a foretelling God. And I want to you know, show something that we, 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 we saw in 2017 or 2018. But it, let me just remind you in Acts chapter number 2. In Acts chapter number 2, Peter standing up and saying, this is that, spoken by the prophet Joel. In that from verse number 17, I'll read from verse number 16, but, let's, but this is that we spoken by the prophet Joel, and it shall come to pass in the last days, say of God, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. And the young men shall see visions, and the old men will dream dreams. And on my servants and on my handmaidens, I will pour up my spirit in those days, in, 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 in those days of my spirit, and they shall prophesy. And so you see, we have two types of outpourings, yeah. The one, this is, I will pour up my, up my spirit upon all flesh. And your sons and your daughters, they will prophesy. And so God, he gives now ownership and he says, I will pour out, I will do it, of my spirit upon all flesh, all men of the flesh. He says, and your sons and your daughters, after I pour out my spirit, they will prophesy. And the young men will see visions, the old men will dream dreams. But then he says, and now in that day, it will come to pass in that day, he said something profound. He says, and on my servants and on my handmaidens, I will pour out in those days of my spirit, and they shall prophesy. So he says, this is that. So I will, this is that, spoken by the prophet Joe. So he's, and now he tells you what is this. Because the spirit, so now this, these are two things. The one thing, it is that God has chosen to pour upon your sons and your daughters. Other words, they met among you, and they are now prophesying here. But then God said, this, an, this is another part of an outpouring. That I will pour upon my servants and my handmaidens of my spirit. And they, my servants, and my handmaiden shall prophesy. The first one. So, when I pour up my spirit upon your sons and your daughters, they will prophesy. And what will happen? They will see visions and will dream dreams. Saying that, that the young men and the old, they are all, all your sons and your daughters. And what happens when the Spirit is poured upon them, they prophesy. They see visions. 
and they dream dreams. Where are the visions? The visions in the spirit or in their spirits. Where are the dreams? The dreams are in the, their spirit. But then he says here, but then I will pour out of my, upon my servants and my handmaidens, I will pour out in those days of my spirit, and they will prophesy, colon, and then he says there, and I will show wonders in heaven above, and signs in the earth beneath, blood, fire, and vapor, of smoke, and the sun shall be turned into darkness, and the moon into blood, before the great and notable day of the Lord. And it, come, and it will come to pass, or come to pass, that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. And so this outpouring, after the servants, his servants prophesy, God says, when, when, when there is something in heaven, he says, I will show wonders in heaven above and the signs of the earth beneath. So in other words, when God's servants and God's eminence prophesy, the, the results are seen in the heavens and on the earth, physically. And whoever will then call upon the name of the Lord when the signs and the blood and the fire and the smoke and the things are there will call upon the name of the Lord in response to the prophecy to the word of his servants and his handmen shall be saved. And so Jesus has, has said, wait for the Holy Ghost. And when Peter, when the Holy Ghost, Peter filled with the Holy Spirit, began to say that this is it. And so in other words, God has been since the beginning of time, like Enoch, the servant from Adam, prophesied that the Lord will come. He prophesied till the end of this earth. To the coming of Jesus Christ. Again. And so from the beginning they prophesy. God speaking says, he, he says to the, to the, to the, he prophesies to Adam. He prophesies, he prophesies to the In the garden. And he's kept it like that. And now when the New Testament comes. The birth of the church, within a few minutes of the very birth of the church, the Holy Ghost says, this is that. I will continue now. The new thing is that, yeah, you know, your sons and daughters will be all sons and daughters prophets. Because before that, only his servants and his hands prophesied. But he makes a big difference. So now the servants will think, but okay, that they, they prophesied. And they see visions and dream dreams. Where the God says, if there's a prophet among you, I speak to him in a vision and in a dream. And so they would think the prophets would think that. So if everybody's prophesying, their sons and their daughter, what about us? Your servants, and God's another, I will pour my spirit upon you too. And when you prophesy, I will show wonders in heaven and signs on the earth. And whoever responds to your prophecy shall be delivered by the things that come on this earth. You see, so they are dimensions of the prophetic. You see, and that's why we've said it for years. 
And what we've been doing here since 2017. You see, my prophecy is not of the ones of your sons and your daughters, no. My prophesying, I prophesy as the servant of God. My words must come to pass physically. You will see. There are many things prophesied. It will come to pass. It will be in the heavens. It will be signs on the earth physically. It says, by faith Noah, being divinely warned of things yet not seen, moved and prepared an ark for the serving of his household. And so the prophet Agabus in the New Testament church, in the book of Acts, comes out and signifies by the Spirit there is coming a dove upon the surface of the earth. It came to pass in the time of Claudius Caesar. But Paul was that time not yet. This guy. Only in, in chapter number 13, a while later, it is a separate to me, Paul and Barnabas, to the work that I have called them. Barnabas and Paul, what I have called, I've called them. You see. But so other words, the Lord signified already by the mouth of the prophet Agabus and said, hey, it will come. And so they acted now already. They began to prepare an ark, if you will, in the, face of, in the form of supplies for the, for the saving of the household, which, which, which was the, the Christian church, the house of God, and that region. And when the time approached, they sent the supplies both time of with the apostles, with the other one, Paul and Paul, and they sent it there. So that physically, why? Because when the prophets prophesy, it will physically come to pass. A, a, a prophecy from a true prophet of God demands a physical response. You see, the normal believer can prophesy and it's for their guidance. It's in the realm of the spirit. But the prophet prophesy of things that are bound to move from the realm of the spirit into the realm of the physical. Amen. For the Lord, the God, the Lord God doeth nothing, doeth, doeth, doeth nothing. Unless he reveals, he shows first. That's what it says in Isaiah, I show it. And then suddenly, so our, so other was things that suddenly come were shown to the prophets a long time ago. But it's sudden. So it's not that you can see, okay, there it comes. And everybody, no, no, no. It, is, it, it can only be seen in the spirit. Foretold. Say, hey, for one, hey, it's coming. It's coming and suddenly it comes. If you wait for the coming, it's too late. If you wait for the coming again of Jesus, it is too late. You see, you must prepare. Ten wise, ten foolish. It is only them that prepare that entered in. 
You can't wait and be, get ready. No, you have to be ready. So therefore, the, the bridegroom, the coming of the bridegroom was foretold. It was expected. He just didn't know which hour. He said, the master cometh. And so God is a foretelling God. And we must understand. So, so it's important that when you're in a service like this, don't confuse my prophecies. As a prophet of God, it says, your sons, they prophesy and they see visions and they dream dreams. He says, but upon my, when my ones, I do it. So my, I am conscious that when I prophesy, the one whom I belong to, he does the thing. And so if you have no physical response, you see, you see the problem when it's been in the Western church, it's been, I don't know. We grew up in this thing coming from the West. I mean. They say, you know, so when the prophet prophesies to you, if you don't, they yeah, just park the prophecy. Ish. You see, yes, if, a, if another believer prophesies to you, it's in the spirit, you can park it. But even a prophet prophesies to you, you'll be parking. In the place where the flood is coming. Why? And that's the reason why. God has gone to the other side. Into Africa. And to other parts of the world. To raise up true prophets. That when they see and speak. It comes to pass. No sweat. Why? So that people can learn. Therefore in Africa. They don't park the prophets' prophecies. Because it will be, uh, you see, therefore, you find there are great prophetic voices around the West. But the nations always seem to be hit by surprise. You know why? Because they have a doctrine of parking prophets' prophecies. They get second opinions. Like they think it's like medical science, like opinions. No. When we see these things in the spirit, it's real. As you are, you see, it's more real than you. It's more real than you. And so when prophets prophesy and see, it is it's real. They are more convinced. I am more convinced of the things in the spirit than I am of you. And so that's why there's not been an honor and a respect for the prophetic, and therefore the nations die. Every nation has prophetic voices, prophets, true prophets. That can stop and change things and influence things and forewarn and help God's people prepare. And God shows them. <laughs> 
have gotten the doctrine in the church to park prophecy. Not understanding that the very foundations of the church in every generation has been built upon the, upon the apostles and the prophets. You might not have called them apostles. You might not have called, called them prophets 100 years back or 200 years back. But when you look at their function and the force by which their prophecies came to pass, you have to ad admit this, this is biblical stuff. This is scripture stuff. And so you must know, you have to see it is the same spirit that carried along holy men of God is the same spirit that has worked in the church. Is that another spirit? And so, and so every generation, every move of God in any country, anywhere, where the Christian church is, it has always been founded upon the apostles and the prophets of that generation. But it's how we have understanding. Jesus said, he says, uh, he says, who is John? He says, what did you go out in the wilderness to see? Some, uh, this is a reed shaking in the wind. Is this a little skinny man that lives in honey and wild locusts and, and wears funny clothing and act uh, entertainer? He says, but, but he says, no, Elijah. He is Elijah. The great prophecy, it was uh, after the coming of the Messiah. The, the, the coming of Elijah was a great thing in Israel. And when he came, they could not see him. They, couldn't, they, they did not, they delivered him up to, to be killed. Why? They didn't recognize it. So it doesn't matter who sent you. The greatest prophets on the earth can be sent to the nation that suffered the greatest. But because they never recognized the prophet, they, they threw them in jail. They laughed it off. And, and yet it is the greatest. Then you see other prophets in another place. Yet they're not the greatest. They is the more greatly, greatly received by a certain group of people. Which just causes God to speak more. You know why? Because they receive it. God don't, God's not, uh, do you think God is this? He ain't speaking to people that don't want to hear his voice. To him who has, more shall be given. To him who have not, even that which little which you have shall be taken from him. He said, be, be careful therefore how you hear. You see, and so God has done that when people don't listen, there comes a famine of the word of the Lord. They run to and fro for prophets. Jeremiah prophesied, 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 prophesied until uh, uh, Nebuchadnezzar was ab about to take this, and then they wanted to call out Jeremiah and say, Is any word for you? Jeremiah said the same word I told you. But only there you had the opportunity to escape this thing. But now your sons will die, and you will go a captive, blind, into exile. You should have you listened to the, you're looking for prophet at the wrong time. God sends prophets before the time. The ways of God are unchangeable. 
And God still signifies by the mouth of his prophets. Agabus didn't say, he didn't come in, and that is also a doctrine that has come into the church. We know where it comes from, we understand it. But Agabus didn't get up and I prophesy, there's coming a mighty upwelling of the Holy Ghost. Oh, there's coming a great blessing. No, he says it's coming a It's bad news. But it's good news for the Christian church. Because we prepare. You see, bad news becomes good news when we respond in faith and prepare. Didn't the Lord just go to the end, you sluggard? Why? If the winter comes, that the winter is up for the end, the winter is not bad. Because he prepared in the summer. It's how you prepare. What is a crisis to somebody else is an opportunity to you. Isn't that how business works? You see, at the empowered church, we want to move into a place where we preempt markets, anticipate the future, and respond. When they say, where is this market for your product? When you prepare, you say, uh, just watch. <laughs> Tomorrow this time. Oh, my stock will be flying off a shelf. And they say, how can this be? You say, true. You will see it, but you will go bankrupt that day. You understand what we're what we busy with. We're busy with a prophetic generation. That more than walk around and see visions and tell dreams to one another. But we, we are busy with a generation. That dream a dream and they wake up. And they put it into action. That see a vision and they run with it. For our prophetic revelation. The people perish, they cast off his train. But you and I, our eyes are not closed. We see the future. We see into the present. And we respond by understanding and faith. We are busy with practical Christianity. What use is the prophetic if we say we see? But it is not so. It was no one that is only see, he acted. The early church did only hear the word of the prophet. They responded. You are going to become very valuable. I tell you, very valuable. Sombronje Aiza. Zeparotore vikriam telemasako. Japoropore vieto. Yasuke melatu yasipa perinamohu shaparo okusakataya. And so when we say we are prophetic, a prophetic marble, what we are saying, not that we're running around and prophesying things, no, it's that we always preact the future. We are never caught by surprise. Oh, we always knew, oh, we understand. You see, that's why men like Daniel, he, he prayed for understanding. 
Then our first prayer, uh, that says, we want to understand God's leading. Prophecy is abundant, but what are you saying? We, we sing visions every day as God's people. How many of you dream dreams every single day? What is this? He says, I will guide you with my eye. I say, why? I will teach and instruct you in the way that you should go. He said, be not like the horse that the mule have no understanding. And so we understand that say, oh, Daniel, he had understanding and the visions and the dreams. Understanding. You could interpret riddles and solve mysteries. That's what this ministry is about. The thing we, we are here to, to shake and quake and say, Thus save the Lord, roll on the floor and vomit? No. Bad things may happen from time to time, as is necessary at times. But after we vomit, after we, we rise up. And we clean ourselves up and we shake ourselves. That's all for us. And then we say, Thus say of the Lord. Woo! And then we respond to our Thus say of the Lord. Faithful art works is dead. Like the spirit, body of the spirit is dead. Other words. Faith gives our prophecies a vehicle, a manifestation. And so when we in this ministry busy with that, we are busy in a prophetic church, and specific to the marketplace. Do you see the problem we have now in the world? The market's everywhere. A sickness, a virus, and people are canceling events conference, airlines, the whole, the, the whole, I think the, one of the country, big countries, the, all there, the airlines are, 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 are applying for rescue from the government. Big! Why? Because people's plans are, hotels are empty across the world. People can't even, people are standing how many meters away from one another. We must be careful. This thing may be transferred by WhatsApp or <laughs> Facebook. Maybe it's the picture on Instagram. We don't know. <laughs> but look at what is happening. And the markets are falling. And one prime minister came up and he said, look, here, we understand. Because we're asking you to stay at home. But who's going to open your shop? Because you have rent to pay, is the landlord going to say, okay, you know what? So, uh, I've quarantined the rent for the month. <laughs> Seeing you at your business, it'll be quarantined, so the rent is also quarantined. <laughs> the electricity company says, no, we're not going to charge you, it's been quarantined. That bill has been quarantined, so this is forget about it. 
No. And so the governments, I have this conundrum. And now all these economists are coming out and saying, how are we going to? We gave people instructions to stay at home. You know why? Because we, 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 we're living in the presidential house. And now we quarantine everybody. And we live at we we live there. We are paid to live there. But the population ain't. Now we're there at home. And the country is re re generating revenue, the markets. There's no buying and selling. That fuels nations. That means there is no money. No profits to pay that and pay income tax and pay all the kinds of, especially corporate tax. Which means that soon in a certain cycle, the government ain't getting any taxes. Which means how they're going to be, for them that are willing to go to work from the municipalities and the government, to pay them. And soon, government house must be switched off. It's the economic world crisis. Yeah. And you, we, we prophesied it a long time ago. We said, look, you, 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 you saw the, uh, that thing that came in 27, 27, uh, 27 2007, yeah? yeah. But, hey, this one is coming again. So we are a prophetic marketplace. Sabrono Drebadea, Kelebron Jatramuhujahasiatu, Sambondre Igeno Muzukuya. And so when you think about prophetic, it's preacting the future, it's responding to the future today, responding to tomorrow, today. While that is yet not. Why? Because faith is the substance. The evidence of things yet not seen. And so we are like that. So when we, these things that we do in this ministry, I, maybe for some that are not discerning, uh, for the unbeliever and the uninformed, like, Paul called them in First Corinthians chapter number fourteen. But 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 there is this this this. You may think we're busy with speaking into hot air. We're just trying to work a sweat in this hot place that we are in here. No. This this is spiritual substance. I feel more, I feel so full. I didn't eat this morning. But I feel that I'm full. Actually, it my inside of me, the, the thing that I am talking to you is, is if you feel my stomach, it, it's, 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 it's muscles are tense. There's a force in it. It's substance. As I speak, I the word, I feel like something's uh, it's, it's almost physically leaving me. Virtual. And so what we pass here 
East is the transferment of spiritual substance. Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the very word of God. This word, this rhema you're hearing today. And so this is what God made the world from. The spiritual substance conveyed in his voice, using his voice as a carrier for his spirit, for his substance, for his very logos. Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. So we understand, by faith we understand, that the worlds were framed by the word of God. That that which we see was not made by that which is seen. By that, by, by that which was heard. That's why death and life is in the power of the tongue. So the more people hear, about the death, and they get up and they prophesy death and say, look here, more is going to. You see, when we, but you understand what the first, first Sunday of preemptive praise was? It's praying, remember that's why we prayed the prophecy. And say, these things are coming on the world. Let us pray before the time. Why did God speak for our first response is prayer? And so we had a whole Sunday called it the Sunday of preemptive prayers. And we didn't pray for you and me and pray for, for, for our needs. No, we, we pray for the world, for the nation. For the crisis. For these things that we, on the 1st of December. So we had a preemptive Sunday if you can recall, was all about one thing only, only prayer for the, for the prophecy, pro, all the prophetic words that came out on the 1st of December 2019. Why did we do it at that time? Why did the Holy Ghost speak in February and say, have that thing, preemptively pray? Why? We said we pray before the time so when it comes... We don't respond with rest and panic. When, you, when they switch, switch on the TV and they say coronavirus, this virus, this thing, they're coming for you, panic. And when they send you SMSs and say, be careful, beware of corona. You must respond and say, yes, I was aware of corona. And there was a Sunday call, the Sunday of preemptive prayer. And when you thought Corona could not come here, I was praying like a crazy person. I said, I can show you the video. I was going, <laughs> and you would have looked at me on that Sunday in February, and you would have thought, you crazy Christian, you crazy people, you fanatics. But who is, who is laughing and crying now? Who is at peace or who is panicking now?
And so the prophets don't get up and say, oh, listen. No, no. You see, that's why people are very scared. I mean, I said it in 20, in 27, 2018, yeah. But sometimes because of this false doctrine, that, that people, so, so I, I made an example that say, if, if, if a prophet sees, uh, sees this uh, uh, lamppost or this light, that floodlight, we say that pole is going to fall over. Now, in the Bible, the prophets would have gone and said, yeah, that pole's going to, let's do something about that pole. In some doctrine that entered the Western church, is prophesied to that pole. You're not going to fall. You're not going to fall. It's never going to fall. Overpost will stay up. Overpost will stay up. Overpost will stay up. No. Respond. You see, and so what we did here is when we see things, we, that's what we see. That's what, what you're praying for. These prayer points for the last couple of weeks. For the persecuted Christians. For this, for the weak Christians. For the struggling ones. Because we are believers. We think, oh, we're praying for them. And we think we're praying for the guy down the road. He's in a, in a poor areas in the church there. No. In the most wealthiest countries now. There are Christians affected economically. That's what we've been praying for weeks. Every Sunday for them. I bet there's some wicked person somewhere blaming the thing on the Christians. Like they did for Rome. And we said the burden on Rome is with his Christians. But yet Christ don't preach of lighting any torches and matches and burn down places. But they blame them. And they persecuted them. And they slaughtered them. I said to prophecies, these people don't like this type of prophecies. He says, I see a dove coming in Asia Minor. I said, no, uh, these prophets, I don't like these kind of prophecies. If they, if they really are, are prophets, they should have kept quiet and prayed about it. So Agabus is there, he's sort of he's praying about it. <laughs> and he's getting up every, every day prophesying, there shall be food everywhere. There shall be food everywhere. There shall be food everywhere. They are bigger things that influence events. And so Agabus is by the Spirit of God. He said, he's signified by the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost made him save his coming of famine. You see, but it's our response. So it doesn't matter what is happening in the world. You, n- you know that there was Sunday of preemptive prayers. One, and when we came from a spiritual high assignment, we was Sunday of preemptive prayers. Two, yes. you see, we came from prayer. And the Lord said, hey, when you go, I want you to pray again. And we were at the place where we were really praying. We are high. But the Lord said, when you get to, to back there, to the congregation. That people that look like a few ragtag individuals. Let them pray. Because their wisdom shall soon be seen. I tell you, them that look down on you will soon look up to you. 
They will say, what shall we do? You see, when a viper came out of that fire, the great apostle Paul went to put the wood under the fire and the viper put him. People would have said, if you were truly an apostle, you would have known there is a serpent. You will not move at that time and put the wood. Because you would, if, you, if you were truly called by God to build with God's people in the church, you can't even build a fire. You're building the sea. You don't even know. You could have discerned when the fire goes like that and the wood like that, there's a serpent, there's a viper. No. You see, it may look like the viper has fastened to your hand, but they're expecting you to swell up and die. But when they soon they will see, nothing is happening to you. Woo! He said, when that vipers bit them, when that vipers bit them there in that desert, the Lord instructed Moses. He said, he said, he take a, take the image of, uh, of, of a serpent uh, and on a pole and lift him out and lift it up. You see, you and I have become, and when the, the, the plague stayed and the people didn't die and the vipers disappeared when, when it was lifted up. And Jesus says, as Moses lifted up the rod in the wilderness, so shall the Son of Man be lifted up. You see, Jesus Christ has already been lifted up over the world. Nobody has to die from any virus, any disaster. For in Him is a life. That life is the light of men. The gift of God is not death. The gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ his son. But what did Jesus say in John chapter number 3? He said, but if you do not believe, you are condemned. Now when we read that thing, we think that God is going to condemn us when we don't believe. No! He said in the book of Ezekiel chapter 3, he said, I saw you polluted in your blood. I came past you and I said to you, love. Then I took you out and I cleaned you up. And I dressed you and I married you. He told Israel. And yet we have a better covenant and a better promise. You see, the world system, the world itself is condemned. Every apostle, this world and everything in it is passing away. This world. And so if you don't believe, you end up condemned. Not because God is going to condemn you sometime. No. He loved you. And he gave himself for you. He's the propitiation for, not only for our sins, John said, but for the sins of the world. You see, the message we preach, don't mistake it that God sits somewhere in the heavens and and makes decisions on who lives and who dies and, and who's good and who's bad. He ain't Santa Claus. No. This year is God has already decided saw that you couldn't do it and did it for, all for you. 
And he made up for everything that you think. You think is, 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 is a, will cause you to... The, no, no. Everything that you think that, that can destroy you, is able to keep you from falling. And present you blameless before the Father to the praise of his glory. What we're busy with is what is it? Death and life is theirs, both on the earth. There was a tree of life and a tree of the knowledge of good and evil. There were many things, but there was also a cunning beast within the Garden of Eden. It is the choices we make. It is by which tree we live. But there is a solution for this world. And you are that solution. A prophetic people. So we did all the things. We, 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 yes, we continue to pray, of course. Until the plague stays, we continue to pray. But we know we're not, we're not, we are not, when they say Corona is coming to South Africa, it's not time we pray. We were praying when they say it's in China. Before it was coming to Italy. We were already praying, yeah. Like it belongs to us. Like, like, it's, like it's our country. Well, it's like it was on the doorstep. We pray, yeah. You, you must see some of you, the, the, the faces you pull. You were fighting for your lives. The noise you generated in this neighborhood. Said Jesus, God has always been a God. So he took a lamb for every house. And that lamb made a noise. He said, Where are you taking me? And that lamb died for every household. That the plague of death may not come upon that house. It was the blood of an animal. The scripture says how much if the blood of bulls and goats of animals could do that for them. How much more of the sinless, spotless, precious blood of the Lamb, Jesus the Christ, the Son of the living God. Not only was he slain for us, he was buried for us, so we don't have to be buried. He, he took all the plagues of the world. For as many that believe in him, they will not perish, but have everlasting life. He says, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he love, and if he loves, he shall never die. This Jesus is the one we love, the one we preach. Not only did he die, but, but he rose after three days and three nights and three days in, 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 in the valley of the earth. And he ascended to the right hand of God the Father, seated on the throne. What does he ever live to make intercession for you and I? What have we to fear? He says, he says take heart, I've overcome the world. Let not the heart be troubled. Never be he afraid. This thing we do here, it's about Jesus. For no man was worthy but Jesus. He walked upright 
to God's throne and took the scroll out of his hand. And he says, behold, the Lamb of God. He was slain before the foundations of the world. He is worthy. And they began to worship him in the heavens. And says that you, are, you have redeemed us out of every kingdom, of tongue, and nation. So when the nations, the nations are rocking and reeling, no, he shed his blood to redeem you out of that nation. You are in South Africa. And yes, you love South Africa. And you pray for South Africa. I have witnessed it with my own eyes and heard it with my own ears. You pray for the leadership of the city. You pray for the leadership of this nation. For didn't the scriptures say, pray for the peace. He says to of the city that you are in, he said to them as they went into Babylon. And so we do these things because we have a heart for the people. Because Jesus has a heart for the world. Because we were once in darkness. But through the gospel of Jesus Christ, we were brought into the light. But understand, you are not of this world. You were redeemed out of his nations. These tongues being kindred. You were made pre kings and priests unto your God. He was the priest that prevented, that was the administer of the covenant. Administrate. It is your role to make intercessions, to offer spiritual sacrifices, Peter said. Do you understand? You are a holy nation. You, I, I, we don't have time to go into these things. Who you are. You were born for such a time as this. Yeah. Ooh, I am excited to be alive. Yeah. We are living in a, the most exciting generation. Yeah. Just think of it. We post that clip I posted about Italy. There was 1,016 something. And that was a, a news bulletin just in the week. There are more than 1,600 people dead. People are dying. 400 people died from the time that, that, that France 24 released that news bulletin to now. Just imagine this. People are dying. Where did you think about this? Dying by hundreds in nations that have all the technology and the best doctors and in the whole all the money. They rule the world. They run the IMF. They run the World Bank. They run everything. They control. Uh, they, they, they have all the resources they took from Africa to the nations. Yeah. With everything they have, process, technology, they are still succumbing by hundreds in a day. With all the things they all they're supposed to know, all the 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 the, 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 the education, uh, uh, all the intelligence services, the, all the leaders got up. I see. I see. What do you see? I see. I see darkness. I don't know, but all I can tell you, many more is gonna die. Let's make provision for martial law. Are people gonna fight? 
these leaders just it's extraordinary and yet this is the, this is the first pandemic the one that comes just think of it the reason they have no cure for it it's beyond man's knowledge no wisdom for it because it's like it's ran out said are you the most you will lead profession what do you say he says i have no solution for you uh you know uh we can uh, treat it uh but uh i can tell you many more is gonna die this thing can only be solved i said men will fear Even in that nation of Italy, they will fear God. They will know that there was an apostle called Paul and Peter. They will know that there was a Jesus of the East, a Jesus that said, Paul, then ain't killing you yet. You will testify for me in Rome. They say the Pope is, 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 is a direct descendant of, of, of Peter spiritually. I don't know about that. But, I don't say it's not true or true, I don't know. It's beyond my knowledge grade. But I can tell you this, men will fear God. Amen. There are people that will have to believe. Amen. They may not believe in God, you know, but there will come a time very soon. They have to say, even, even if, uh, if believing in God will make a difference and cause me to love, I believe. Kazebondo Zakiosu. Jombavudra Art Pivi Akusa Hases. Roma Miatubia. There's a place. There are things where you can say, you know what? I know God. There are circumstances. And we can say, I know God. So now I'll pray. I'll believe. I know God. But there are special moments. Special moments. Let me show you. In the book of Exodus. Uh, she pondo she namani no me ajuti juni pa ajuti. I'll read uh, um, in verse number chapter Exodus thirty three, verse number It says, And Moses said unto the Lord, See thou sayest unto me, Bring up this people. And thou hast n not let me know whom thou wilt send with me. Says, Yet thou have said, I know thee by name, and thou hast also found grace in my sight. You see, there's a time where you can say, oh, It's okay, but I, I know God. 
that there are circumstances where you must know I am known by God. You see, the issue is that they are different. So, so in this generation, this decade, this kind of virus, this kind of spread, it is not how much you know God. It's do you know that God knows you? What did Jesus say? He says, don't rejoice. That you know me, and therefore you can use my name. He said, rejoice that your name is written in heaven, our Father which art in heaven. Rejoice over the fact that God knows your name. Those I know you, and he says, I have inscribed your, your name on my hand. understand Jesus actually said he says and not a sparrow falls to the ground without the father knowing you see and we, we, we love this and we preach this and we teach this and we encourage this knowing God But it's about who he knows. The spiritual realm must be aware of your existence. Even the same sons of Sceva, they were known. In the region by men. And they also knew about Jesus and Paul. They even heard to his they heard Paul preach. They say whom Paul preaches. And they saw what God, what he could do. But the devil said, uh, <clears throat> Jesus, I know. Paul, I know, but who are you? Therefore, what Jesus said in the moving of things spiritually is who knows you? Who sent you? Who knows that you are here? You are known in heaven. So when the disaster comes and the devil what? You see, comes and like that plague that they came when the angels saw the mark on the door you say, ah, God knows this one. And you went. Oh, I can't go in here. Uh, God knows this one. 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 So that means he went door by door. He didn't know you. He, he didn't know who they were. He looked for the sign. Otherwise, he just said, it wasn't, it wasn't like, 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 he just looked and said, oh, okay. God, all right. Okay. God knows that one, that one, that one, that one, that one, that one. Hundreds of thousands of houses, uh, that one, that one, that one, that one, that one, that one, that one. Eventually, he came to a house where uh, 
There was somebody like, God doesn't know this one. Let me. So when the plague comes, he says, I describe your name upon my hand. He says, Gov, Taran, Megan, Deborah. You see, he, 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 uh, yeah, I know that one. I know that one. I know that one. I know that one. And he is keeping you with his power. This is that kind of a thing where you know that God is knowing you, that God knows your name, that your name is written in heaven. Your father is written in heaven. But if the devil wants to pull the trigger, he recognizes not this one, this is a in this decade, no. Jesus knows that you are here. Your name is written in heaven. Every place. There shall neither come any plague near thy. It's not that you rebuke the plague. No, 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 no. Neither shall there come any plague near thy dwelling. You'll be walking in a thousand by your side, 10,000 at the race. What is happening now? Just think. And there's a terror by night, there's a destruction. The lays waste at noon that. No arrow. No pestilence. Jesus, he said, with the eyes of you, you see the reward. Amen. The reaping of mankind for what they have sown. How they pacted with the devil. How they do the wrong thing. But you'll see around you, Moses said. Why? God says, because he has set his love on you. For all things work together for them that love God. Yeah. Love called according to his Are you not... Children of destiny. Amen. I never called according to his purpose. But what was the thing? You were foreknown. Therefore you were foretold. Therefore you were called. And then justified. And glorified. Also, what shall we say to these things? Eh? If God be for us, who can be against what shall separate us from the love of God? If we did not give space own son, but delivered him up for us, oh, the most precious Jesus, his son, word, he delivered him up for us. Oh, how much will the son willing to freely give us all things? So Paul says, what, what do we say? What will separate us from so, so coronavirus? So accidents, no. so robbers, no. so the bad economy, no, no. so natural disasters, no. you know, for yea, for all these things, we are more than conquerors to Christ who loved us. You are not protected because something that you do, but it's something that he did. And you say, Lord, I receive. If God be for us, I feel the power of the Almighty God. 
I sense the stirring of angels above my head. Who, if God be for us, who can be against us? It doesn't matter what equation they make on the other side, what weight they can, it can never equal God in you, never. It doesn't matter what they do to you this year. You say it is well. I am getting out of this thing. Hallelujah. This thing is not unto death, but it has come for the glory of God to be revealed in and through me. I am confident of this very thing. I'm confident of this very that He has begun a good work in me. In me, He shall perform it. He shall perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. He shall perform it. Until the day of Jesus Christ, I'm confident, I'm confident of this very thing. I'm confident of this very thing that He who has begun a good work, He shall perform it, He shall perform it. Until the day of Jesus Christ, He shall perform it. Until the day of Jesus Christ. So it doesn't matter what you face, what comes happening around you. If your auntie is in panic, your sister's in panic, your mom is in panic, somebody is in panic, your cousin is in panic. You say, cousin, I am confident of this very thing. I'm confident of this very thing. That he has begun a good work in me you shall perform it until the day of Jesus Christ he shall perform it until the day of Jesus Christ I want us to pray for the world and pray that the Lord will Intervene in this world's affairs. That this virus, this disease, this devil from the pit of hell will have no more his way in the nations of the earth. But before we pray, I want us to turn to Isaiah 8 quickly. Isaiah 8, verse number, eight, and um, I'm going to read, it says, and it shall come, and it shall pass through Judah, and it shall overflow and go over. 
and they shall reach even to the, to the neck, and the stretching out of, the, of his wings shall fill the breath of our land, O Emmanuel. Associate yourselves, O ye people, and you shall be broken in pieces. And give ear, all ye far of far countries. Gird yourselves, and you shall be broken in pieces. Gird yourselves, and you shall be broken in pieces. Take counsel together, and it shall come to naught. Speak the word, and it shall not stand, for God is with us. For the Lord spake thus to me with a strong hand, and instructed me that I should not walk in the way of this people, saying, Say he not a confederacy to all, the, to all to whom they, this people say a confederacy. Neither fear he their fear, nor be afraid. Sanctify the Lord of hosts himself, and let him be your fear, and let him be your dread. And he shall be for, you, for, for a sanctuary for you, but for a stone and a stumbling, for a rock of offense to both the house of Israel, for a journey and for a snare to the inhabitants of Jerusalem. And many among them shall stumble and fall and broken and be snared and be taken. But bind up a testimony, seal the law among my disciples. But I will wait upon the Lord that hide of his face from the house of Jacob, and I will look for him. Behold, I and the children whom the Lord have given me for signs and wonders in, the, in Israel from the Lord of hosts, which dwelleth in Mount Zion. That's what the word of God goes on to say. It says, when they shall say unto you, seek unto them that are familiar spirits, and unto wizards that peep, and that matter, should not a people seek their God for the, for the living to the dead? And to the law and to the testimony, if they speak not according to this word, it is because there is no light in them. Right. And, and it goes on to say this thing. But we, remember, we, we dealt with this one Wednesday. These things are prophetic. And sometimes we, we deal with these things and, and it looks like it's always urgent, urgent. I said to prophetess, I said something about me that I'm just so serious. Things for me is always like urgent, urgent in terms of these, these spiritual things. Because I feel, I sense it. So real. And sometimes I speak and preach and teach with such vehemence, such saying. At times my mind cannot comprehend that why am I on this thing so much. But when moments like this come, where they are fearing, we understand why we went through these things. Many of the things we do here will always be before the time. Because it's prophetic. So I will speak about today because it is a preparation for tomorrow. But tomorrow there is yet no, no evidence that it will be like that. But God has already seen it. And now he's at the beginning declaring the end. You see? And so take the counsel that was given by the Lord to the prophet Isaiah. And don't call what they call. Remember what we said? Death is created or life by this. And so when you take heed to the death pronouncing, but it doesn't say, you know, you know, again, it's a disclaimer, we're not saying be stupid. But we're not saying be insensitive, rather, but we're not saying being insensitive. But understand, if they speak not according to, the, to this prophecy, to this exhortation, it's because there's no light in them. But we know for sure Amen. there's light in us. 
Il a dit, We are the light of the world. You understand this? Be in a position of confidence. Amen. Now let's pray. Father, we pray for the nations of the world. We pray, Father, let this coronavirus, this deadly disease, its flow, its momentum, be stopped in the name of Jesus. Be stopped in the name of Jesus. Be stopped in the name of Jesus. Let men respond with wisdom. Let men respond with counsel. Let men respond, oh God. Let men's lives be saved in the name of Jesus. Father, wherever men are busy dying, fighting for their lives, Father, join the fight against this coronavirus. Where they are in the hospital beds, where they are busy and life seems to be slipping away, Lord, let you get in the fire. Send healing angels. Send healing angels. Send healing angels. May there be miraculous recoveries in the name of Jesus. Miraculous recoveries in the name of Jesus. Miraculous recoveries in the name of Jesus. Let healing rains come from heaven. Let the atmosphere be purged in the name of Jesus. May this deadly disease be purged from the atmosphere of the earth in the name of Jesus. Father, there shall be peace on the earth and the homes and lives of men. Men will turn to the gospel of Jesus Christ by the droves. They will be born again. Father, let your people all over the earth arise. May churches have courage, O oh God. Let men and women of God have courage. May they have faith in God. May the word of God move through them. Heal many in the name of Jesus. May your people go to these hospitals where men are dying. And may they stand outside there and declare life. And may as they declare, Father, life flood the hallways and the beds in the name of Jesus. They will say, we, there's a whole hospital and suddenly the people over the symptoms disappear. Wards will be emptied. Because men rise from it in health and strength. And Father, when you send these angels, let the men see it. Let them know it that the Lord sent intervention from heaven. Your name, Father, be glorified. And the people of God said, Amen. Hallelujah. It's getting late. Thank you for listening to this message, and we hope it has been a blessing to you. Our goal is to change the way you see and know Jesus leaving your life empowered, envisioned and enriched. For more messages by Prophet Ryan Jacobs or for more information about the Empowered Church go to www.empoweredchurch.com or view our YouTube channel, Empowered Church TV. Feel free to come join our life-changing services.